Listen, podcasting, podcasting twice a quarter. Come on. I know. Wow. And all it took was a global pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> all it took was a global pandemic to get us to doing at least one podcast a month for two months. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Conquistadors. Tonight, in 90 second intervals, the Conquistadors enter the ring to discuss Royal Rumble 2000. Coming in at numbers 1, 2, 3, and 4, Grandmaster 6A, Phil Doyle, Headbanger Cameron Phillips, The Lethal Weapon, Ewan Taylor, and... Jordi Allen Milberg, only tonight on The Conquistables. Did anybody else see the, um, the, the social distancing match? No. <laughs> well, the Joey Janela, yeah, yeah, social distance matching. Oh, I've not seen that. It was two metres apart. He got hit by a Canadian destroyer two metres away. Brilliant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So they, they both do the motions for the for the Canadian story, but they're literally two metres away from each other. Okay, I need yeah. to find that. Uh, <laughs> it's brilliant. Like, there's like a there's like a choke slam from the other side of the ring as well. Because <laughs> you've got to keep two metres apart, haven't you? So yeah. So oh, it's like, Jimmy White. Oh, I'm gonna watch this later. It's brilliant. Oh my god. Oh, oh there he Hello, is. Hello, Milburn. Good afternoon. Oh, I've realised I haven't had any dinner. <laughs> oh god! Oh god! <laughs> what's um? What's on the menu tonight then, Al? Um, chicken and chips. Oh, that's all right, isn't it? It's still in the oven, so it's still in the oven. <laughs> we're gonna have a food break during the show. So halfway through this podcast, you're gonna have to go to your kitchen and get your dinner out the oven. Yeah, but but I mean, it's only got about another eight minutes to go. So oh, that's fine then. That's uh, all right then. That's all right. <laughs> Sorry, like I said, I'm all, you know, I forget what I have and have, and I haven't shaved today. I keep forgetting to do that. Like, you, you've got no reason to do anything. No, not really, because you're not leaving the house, are you? Yeah, sure. No reason. Well, Friday to do was it. supposed to be like a formal Friday, wasn't it? I, kept, I saw that going around on Twitter or somewhere, I thought. Like, people were going, like, dressed as ballrooms and stuff to their homeworking desks. I mean, I put clothes on today. Oh. That was my, um, my wow, change. You. I went to B&M's before. <laughs> Does that count as formal? A queuing system at the door. A queuing to get into B and M. B and M bargains. Yes, yes. All the bouncers used to work pubs. Had to get a job somewhere, don't they? So come on. <laughs> What's a shock to me, so Which B and M bargains we are, Al? Oh, here we yeah. go. Got a microwave kebab. <laughs> <laughs> so just the essentials then for the, uh, <laughs> the pandemic yeah. lockdown. No, there's a pandemic go. lockdown and there's one man buying microwave oh. kebabs. Boris says you've got to go into lockdown. Better go get me oh, kebabs. <laughs> yes, I don't think they're in great supply. <laughs> Just got to check on your chicken, Al. Yeah. Okay, check your right, chicken, so Al. Obviously, that's the beginning of the podcast. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, yeah, so we're... Um, Podcasting in a global pandemic. How about that, eh? Yeah, well, something. there's not much else to do. So here we <laughs> you might as well just watch wrestling and then talk about it afterwards. Yep. Yeah, one good thing about uh, doing the show that we were 
watching for tonight where I was like, oh yeah, wrestling has audiences, doesn't it? Yeah, there's people in the building. Yeah, people are in the building. People Look at that. cheering and chanting and <laughs> making, you know, making it, noise it, and swearing inappropriately. Oh yeah, swearing inappropriately and, and shouting like asshole at each other. And, yeah, <laughs> I forgot they did that. I would like to. I would like to applaud this crowd for being insanely annoying as well by trying to get themselves over repeatedly. <laughs> what the Madison Square Garden crowd? Yeah. A good 20 years for crowd, so I do it apparently. There was this one idea behind Jared the King Lawler every time they sort of moved to them, just tried his best to get noticed, and he just looked like a giant knob. <laughs> That's, isn't that part of the course for the uh, wrestling audience, though? I guess. I think the, I know the guy in question, I think the only reason that he starts doing that in the second half of the show is because they go to him when the New Age Outlaws are doing their entrance. Uh, <laughs> when, you get in, when you're getting Road Dog doing his, you know, tag team champions of the world, he's telling the camera. So he must have noticed that, and then that's why he can't play up all the rest of the night. But we all know the uh, the best thing about empty arenas is that uh, Broken Matt Hardy can teleport across them. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> so uh, finally, we have a reason for the pandemic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, that's um, why we did it. Maybe Matt Hardy brought the pandemic. Maybe you know. Oh, sorry, Damascus, as he's oh. called now, isn't he? He's called oh. Damascus now, and Damascus, Damascus. is over three thousand. Damascus is over 3,000 years old. I can't yeah. wait for batshit Matt Hardy on national TV again. It's going to be great. <laughs> My son was kind of yep. catching up on Wikipedia with like, the broken Matt Hardy story, and he's just like in, in fits, just like, what? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Because he kind of watched the, um, you know, the, the the final deletion whenever when it first started with Brother Nero and all that. We, I think we watched that, mm. and then he kind of like fell away a little bit for the, for the in-depth... The Broken Hardy story. Is that in depth and like air quotes? <laughs> yeah, and obviously now the, since the, 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 the free the delete series. Yeah. Where was it? Was Zenith got super kicked out of them by the Young Bucks? Yeah. It's just, it's just like you just have to applaud it. Just to go right, you're in. Yeah, pretty like, much. You just gone. You know, one of those old Ultimate Warrior promos. We're going to do that, but seriously, <laughs> only have it make some more sense. <laughs> make even Not less much, sense, but just enough. <laughs> But we're gonna th- we're gonna believe it one hundred percent and just get oh, into yeah. it the entire way. Chris Statland is an alien, so they're going all in with the crazy. The, yeah, the, not according to Jr. He's like, no, she's not. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, because uh, what's his name? It's guy was like, oh, she's an alien from outer space, and Jr. like, no, she isn't. Yeah, it's like Jr. J- come on, man. Jr. Jr. like your your granddad sitting in the corner going, ass fucking shit. I'll tell you what it was like <laughs> back in my day. <laughs> Well, this was a man who made his debut for the WWF on a camel with a toga. <laughs> so, you know, in a show, come on, never review. In a show, we'll never review. We're never, we're never doing WrestleMania nine. No. I'll tell you, it's either the last episode or it's the live show. <laughs> the last episode of the live show would be WrestleMania nine. No, the last episode or the live show. The last what episode or a live show. Sorry, I'm taking a drink. Way to go out. <laughs> On the lowest of lows. When we go, right, this is it, no more. We're like, right, WrestleMania 9, let's get it Let's get it done. Has Al climbed inside his oven? Has he come back yet? <laughs> no, he's got his little kind of like away sign on his Skype thing. <laughs> so oh, should, be... we get it, should we get into what we're actually doing then? And let, yeah. Let's, 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 he, he, once the chicken and chips is finished, he can come and join. <laughs> <laughs> so Cameron, what did you choose? You were in charge of the bus, so where have you taken the bus? I was driving the bus this month, and uh, we went to the January 2000 for the 2000 edition of the Royal Rumble. The atmosphere is electrifying! The sight couldn't be any bigger! We're in the sold-out Madison Square Garden, and we welcome you live to New York City in the 2000 Royal Rumble! Wow! 
And um, I chose this pay-per-view because it was on Channel 4 at the time. Hey. And it was the pay-per-view that got me back into wrestling after being away for four years. Wow. <laughs> no pressure on this one, then? No, no pressure on this one. This was four years coming back, not knowing anything at the time. The last four years, this was your first kind of show back. This was, well, I'd been kind of like catching up on bits and bobs on the WWE.com website. Okay. But, uh, for watching a show. This was Had the first you picked one. up any videos? No. Because I think what kind of, like you say, that got you back in. I think I came back in, I want to say before this, was like the, one of the, I think it was the Undertaker video up until like, um, what's it called? King of the Ring 98, that kind of period. Oh, yeah. I think right. like that was the one I kind of like, oh, that kind of filled the gaps in from when I left into when I kind of came back in. And then the St. Valentine's Day Massacre PV, which I guess would have been the year before. Yeah, uh, yes, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think the show that got me back was Fully, fully Loaded 99 was that one on Channel 4 as well? no it was not no. but I, I saw it randomly in Roars on video Yeah, uh, and I thought oh, bless. I, like Sto- I like Stone Cold I like The Undertaker <laughs> first blood match sounds good to me sign me up is that the first blood one yeah, it, it is it? Yeah. yeah with the, the oh, what do they call the Lion's Den match no what was the it was the it was the pit fighting match they had. Lions ten. That's the one. Thank you, Al. Oh, he's back. I'm back for dinner. Yep, got me dinner. Have you got your dinner? Or have you finished your dinner? No, I've got me dinner. Are you okay. chewing? Are there uh, are there any condiments with the chicken and chips? Just just vinegar. Just, just vinegar. It's vinegar on the chicken oh, and chips okay. tonight. Oh, okay. Maybe right. a bit of red sauce or a bit of uh, creme de salade. I do have some. Uh, I do have some Big Daddies, but I didn't. I didn't use it. Oh wow. Uh, and, Sorry, uh, I'm just asking the questions that people want to hear. That's all. Got some beans here. As a, <laughs> as a broadcast journalist, I thought I needed to ask those questions. There you go, Kevin. You're welcome. I apologise. Hang on. I'll mute, I'll mute the microphone, and then you'll never hear me chew. Although is that part of the fun? It depends how sick Not you are. Part of the fun at all. That's, that's, that's quite a niche fetish there, to be. <laughs> <laughs> this show's a car wreck already. <laughs> yep, pretty much. <laughs> Rumble. We're all back in. So around this time, we're yep. all kind of back into it. Then, think so. Uh, yeah, I think so. Well, so this was the first one that was on Channel Four, mm-hmm. so you could I'm... see it without Sky. Yeah, and they were showing Sunday Night Heat on Channel Four, four o'clock on Sunday afternoons. Yeah, Sunday afternoons. And they announced that oh, we're, we're showing the Royal Rumble live, and it's like, wow, that's really cool. If that's one of the, yeah. I knew that was a big show. I knew that was a big deal, and I yeah. thought, you know what, I'm going to record this. So I set my VCR. Can you remember trying to set a VCR? in the ass man video plus or something oh no 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 no! I wasn't no. cautious oh, that Jesus Christ I, I had to set it five minutes before and then like 20 minutes after and pray I'd set the tape to long play otherwise you can only get like 90 minutes or however long your tape was and then it'd be gone oh man yeah I think I stayed up for this did you? yeah I'm pretty oh. sure I stayed up for, to watch oh, this live I think the only one I watched on Channel 4 was I think it was it must have been fully loaded because I remember there being dice Oh yeah, Philly Lord from uh, it was Benoit main event one. Yes, I think that's so. That's it. So um, that was, that would have been the Channel Four one I watched. I don't think I saw this the Royal Rumble. Was that the last one? The Earth Life. No, the last one. The Earth no. Life was um, Vengeance, wasn't it? Vengeance, um, one Vengeance the one where Jericho won yeah. the title. All oh, right, that's the last one Channel Four showed. It could be said I never stopped being into wrestling, so I've watched everything all the oh, way. Look at that! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at Hipster Al. Always yeah. in the, always. <laughs> I never got bored but, with it. I mean, I'm bored with the product now, but I never got bored with the product. <laughs> <laughs> but 
So Channel 4 had a two-year initial deal, but they could have extended it to three years. Yep. And, and it, events at the 2000 or Rumble meant they kept it that two years. They did not want to go. Through. I wonder why and that then was. They, And then they added on the hour delay. Yep. Yeah, Backlash was on an hour delay. I remember that, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Just in time for the, the digitized Xbox blood. <laughs> <laughs> The intro video to this show is amazing. They call you Cactus Jack. They call you Triple H. King of the Deathmatch. The WWF champion. The myth that lost an ear in the A unit. man that will go to any length to win. Barbed wire scars. scars. C4 explosives. Blood, sweat, and tears. You've maimed, crippled, and injured men your entire career. Some say you shoot from the hip. You will lose this street fight. I say you just shoot your mouth off. Some say you can't be beat. I am the game. I say I've played this game before and won. I am Triple H. I am Cactus Jack. Some call me sick and sadistic. I am the sickest SOB. In the business, I call myself Champion. the World Wrestling Federation Champion. There will be no laughter, no, laughter. No, regret, no regret, no remorse. It's a cracker, isn't it? And it contains clips from the IWA Japan King of the Death match in 1995. It does. Because yeah, like, obviously it's um, promoting the, the upcoming Catches Jack Triple H match. Uh, obviously, there's no WCW footage at this point, but yeah, they proper lean on the the hardcore stuff, don't they? Oh yeah, I mean that's <clears throat> the whole purpose here is Mick Foley's evolved from mankind to Cactus Jack because he realised yeah. that mankind's kind and I say kinder and gentle nature wasn't going to get the job done, so he yeah. evolved into the sick, twisted maniac, which uh, Cactus we will, Jack. We will come back to that later, but yeah, was, he's was just the same guy in a different T-shirt. Sorry, I was Shut waiting for Al to say that. It's just about <laughs> hate that promo. It's the same guy in a different T-shirt. Oh. <laughs> we will fundamentally disagree on that later in the show. Yes. Okay. Um, but yeah, was all the Japanese stuff in black and white? I'm just trying to remember if it was or not. No. I wonder if it was in black and white because of all the blood and everything. Because you know that's the, the no. I think it was. To... I, th- I think it was deliberate because I remember watching at the time it was in black and white. I think it was just the styling of the show. Mm. I've seen the entire show. It's very colourful. <laughs> yeah. Mostly red. Yeah. Yes. But no, it's, it's a way to kick off the the show. Yeah, it's good, isn't it? It's good. Mm-hmm. It is really good. The main event it establishes why they're fighting. Yeah, but the video packages at the start of the pay per views around this time were always really good, though. For the yes. big wrestling, one, agree. I think they peak with WrestleMania 17 mm. and the Austin Rock uh, oh, the, promo. The My Way, yeah, Limp Biscuit, still the best. God, God, probably the probably the best use of a Limp Biscuit song. Yeah, well, yeah, that's <laughs> anything, <laughs> ever. <laughs> anything ever. Oh, just the one thing that justifies their, exi- their, their continued existence. <laughs> wow. Thank you. Not a fan. That, that and Mission Impossible 2, which one it was. Uh, it was 2, yeah. I bought that the in CD single. <laughs> Me too. Nice. I'm showing my age today. Jesus. <laughs> we got to Madison Square Garden. I love Madison Square Garden. I love it as a wrestling venue. It's got a great atmosphere, isn't it? It's so good. Oh, yeah. That weird kind of like having the entranceway in front of the camera. I love that. Yeah. I, do, I, I think it gives it a unique feel to it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. that's why I like. And yeah, you know, there's loads of things in this show. There's loads of things in this show that you wouldn't see now. And I think an entrance ramp that is in front of the hard camera and is pretty minimal in sort of styling. 
Oh, they're interesting. Yeah. They, they, that's how they shot Raw last week, wasn't it? They, they flipped the camera around to that one side. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it kind of looks like the Madison Square Garden kind of setup, even though obviously it's not. I do like it's how not. they even kept the empty seats on that side. Why not just take the seats away? Why? Why have? Who knows? Why shoot that way with the empty seats? Just take the seats away and put like video screens or something. Nah. Mm. No, not gonna do that. Good old Vinnie Mac. Yeah, good old Vinnie Mac. Anyway, um, Lawler and JR are on commentary, which is probably their best combination at this time of, of, of oh, events. Oh, yeah, I'd probably say so, yeah. Um, yeah. And we kick off with Kurt Angle. Strapped down already. Can't see him because the, the pyro smoke. Yep. And yep. It's, it's weird to think this is Kurt Angle, what, six months into his pro wrestling career? I know, yeah. right? I think I read that down. Like, he goes into the, in front of a Madison Square Garden crowd, just grabs the mic and just cuts like a really good promo. Well, yeah, it in in November. November? Yeah, it was yeah. two months, like two months into his career. It's shocking, isn't it? How quickly he picked it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, to think within like this is him curtain jerk on a pay per view. Yeah, yeah, and within about what a year, eighteen Lesson. months, he'll have his first title, first yeah. world title. I think it's. I don't think there's many examples of somebody coming out and rising to the top that quick. Isn't it by WrestleMania he's the Euro Continental Champion? Yes, because he loses yeah. both belts. But yeah, he's a legend. Although, well, quite like he's there saying, like, um, okay, this promo saying, oh, you know, uh, when I'm going to fix my, my mystery opponents, and the entire crowd is chanting, we want Taz. Now, concerning this so called unnamed opponent, to be announced. Hold up a second, please. Now, I know you have to be pretty nervous coming out here and facing an undefeated American hero. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. Taz <laughs> dropped the belt at Anarchy Rolls in September before, and I think everyone worked out at that point yeah. that he was coming. He said, <clears throat> my opponent to be announced, and the entire crowd just screaming, we want Taz. It's like, yeah. <laughs> Is he that yep. much of a mystery? <laughs> like, I, 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 I don't think at the time I'd watched that much ECW. So you wouldn't have kind of realised he was a big deal? I hadn't watched much ECW at this point in time, in 2000. I had bought November to the Remember 1999 from WH Smith and Tape. All right. That's my only real exposure to ECW, apart from when we'd stay at a lodge in Aviemore that had satellite TV and they showed the TNN show on Bravo. Yes, I think that's my kind of memory. Is seeing the, the the tapes in the video shop in MVC. Yep. And like you say, you're just running across it randomly on Bravo. He wrestled on that? Raw in 1997. So he did. That's right. Yeah. Uh, so that's where I'd seen him from. I'd seen him in that one. Is that where they like invaded the show or something? Yeah, Jerry the King Lawler brought the W over to the WWF. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. But yeah, watch that later. But yeah, so like. Taz coming out would have been like who's that and why is the crowd going mental mm-hmm. I don't think I've seen anybody make such a debut and then get dropped down the card so quickly <laughs> it was crazy wasn't it <laughs> <laughs> wasn't that because of his neck problems though well, I mean, I mean, I'm surprised they fed Angle to him because obviously Angle was the next big thing and there's Angle you I mean, know, we've already said it Angle's two months into his career he was yeah. going to recover from that easy <laughs> yeah unbeaten streak got his medals yep I had I it in my memory though that this match was a bit of a Taz squash and it's not. Oh, it's quite it's even. It isn't that. 
No, it's no pretty problem. even, and and like Angle's sort of belly to belly suplexed him in the aisle within mm. about two minutes. Yeah, <laughs> that'll take and fun. Plenty of suplexes in this one. Not as if Taz is like battering him senseless. There's like mo- it's mostly Angle for like the first half. Not yeah, quite. and it's, then it's like suplex Hamlet or something like that. I would say. Yeah. Yeah, it does quite a lot of suplexes in the in the match. And then it's only because like Taz gets a couple of massive sort of suplexes in at the end, and then applies the um, his finisher. He says because Taz choked him out. That's an illegal hold. Yeah, and so Taz yeah, so, so, so in a way, they kind of protect him from that. Yeah. yeah, I mean that also set up an angle that went for months. I remember the angle was claiming I'd never been defeated there yeah. when he lost at the Rumble. I said that was a choke. It doesn't count. It's like it counted, dude. It's angle perfect. That kind of delusional heel kind of stuff. Like just fits his character so well. It was making Taz's holdout to be an illegal hold. Like, yeah. so why is he allowed to do it in every match? <laughs> <laughs> that's a point. That's a good point. Because wrestling. Well, that's a good reason. I, I was still like the fact that Jericho King Law was going like ballistic in JR. Eventually, it goes. Eh, it may have been a choke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I suppose yep. it was a bit chokey. It was it's a one, sleeper. It's one tangle. One tangle's been carted out on a hospital gurney. Then yeah, they kind of go. Oh, it might have been a chokehold. Might not <laughs> yeah. been legal. Who knows? So with the uh, the medical technician, they can't get the mask on Angle's face. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> right on camera. Like, yeah. Well done, boys. There is one thing we've yet to mention, and that is. Howard Finkel. I love him. He does I give lo- a good intro to him, doesn't he? I love Howard Finkel as a ring announcer. Yes, definitely up there. You hear him, you see him in his little tuxedo, and you just know shit's about to get real. <laughs> proper rested. Well deserved in the Hall of Fame. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, yeah. Unlike some people. So, what do we think of this match for an opener? It's good. I guess the oh, crowd's good. good. It's, it's only like, it feels a little about, I mean, a lot of these pay per view belts along at a hell of a rate. Yeah. It's about four minutes or something like that. I don't know. Something like that. It's not long at all. Yeah. Got but some it gets, notes, like, like some of these matches feel like real, really compressed, which I think is for reasons we'll come to later. Yes, um, but yeah, it's well, good. I like. Um, I did have a point, but I forgot it. Yeah, no, no, I say, like in in later years, you could imagine Taz would actually have debuted in the Rumble itself, not like a, on a, like the first match of the card, though. That's really kind of weird thing. Yeah, I think that's more down to nowadays. They just have so much talent, they just rotate them through. Whereas Taz coming to WWF at the time was a big deal because it was somebody new, somebody fresh. It's not somebody that you've watched in NXT, you've watched maybe get a few belts there and then eventually move up. This was somebody that just came in fresh. You maybe didn't know much about him. And then he had a a great four-minute match with Kurt Angle. Yeah. I'm yeah, just, three minutes and fifteen I'm, seconds. Yeah, I've just looked at it as well. Yeah, it's very short. It, it, it's a good match for that length of time. I think. Oh yeah, every yeah, everything belts long, which will um, is true for the next match, which is the Hardy Boys. Yep, and the Dudley Boys in the tag team tables match. Yes, the road to the first TLCs uh, begins here. I was going to say back to you before we start. Um, both the Dudleys and the Hardys were originally announced for the Rumble match. So I'll tell you that. Oh. Really? Taken out to do this match, yeah. Yes, so kind of makes sense. Yeah. Taking the obvious question, who did they re- replace them in the Rumble then? Well, 
after that, mate. I've got a whole list of substitutes we can go through. Oh, I'm looking forward to that. This is going to be good. This was probably the first, like, major memory from this pay-per-view was the ending of this one. Yes. yes. Yeah, because it, it escalates quickly, doesn't it, this one? It it's, escalates very quickly. <laughs> yeah, it starts off crazy, and then we get the unprotected chair shots, then you get tables being used as weapons, then you get poor Matt Hardy being killed with a top rope super a top rope powerbomb. Yeah. They both got to go through the table to win the match, isn't it? but yeah. you're not eliminated, you're just allowed to go through the yeah. table. Any time yes. you like once you've, once you've gone through it once. And then it's, but it's got to be like an offensive move, because Matt and Jeff both go through tables, but it's yes. they, they, people, they, they threw themselves. Up, they? Yeah, they threw yeah. themselves through tables. So. That doesn't count. Which confuses King briefly for a couple of seconds. We just saw both. Okay, wait a minute. Matt Hardy went through a table. And then Jeff Hardy went through a table. But it's not over? Absolutely not. It's got to be an offensive move. The, the Dudleys must put the Hardy through a table. The Hardys can't put themselves through a table. This match continues, in other words. Jim Ross is at pains to say it has to be an offensive manoeuvre that shoves you through a table. It can't be like you <laughs> crashing through it and just running into one. They also have got a great lens to suggest it has to be consecutively. Yes. Yeah. So team member one has to then go, th- go through and then team member two has to be put through and then like that's you one. So it has to be like two in a row, basically. Yeah. I, I enjoyed the Dudley's promo before this match. because oh, but, but the, just, the cra- just going into like sports people of the local area. Yeah, uh, I, I have um, Wikipedia John Rocker, by the way. <laughs> but you have the nerve to boo a person, the greatest pitcher in the history of baseball, my new hero, John Rocker. Oh, no. Good grief. That's distasteful as it can be. John Loy Rocker, born October the 17th, 1974, is a retired American Major League Baseball relief there pitcher. There we go. Relief right, pitcher, go. whatever that is, who played for the Atlanta Braves, Cleveland Indians, Texas Rangers, and Tampa Bay Devil Rays, as well as the Long Island Ducks. <laughs> God knows. No what idea. a glorious team, then. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. So, um, yeah, it, once again, another one of those sort of American-centric, hey, your sports stars are rubbish in this city, ones that everyone outside America goes, meh. Yeah, but it works, well, isn't it? You know, even like even to this day, like Elias did that promo, and the crowd booed for like ten minutes. It still works. It's cheap, I but it you works. Know, I I can't even remember who that was against. What was the name of the guy? He him and cause him and Kevin Owens, wasn't it? Yeah, they were sat the ring, weren't they? For like, yeah. like we can't actually hear ourselves speak. Because I can't remember where they were and who it was that he said was rubbish, but they took yeah. They definitely, said, they definitely said somebody was rubbish, and they were told off for it. I remember it was about a year ago, wasn't it? Yeah, and then they yeah. got yeah, they got in trouble. But anyway, I think Bubba gets like five unprotected chair shots to the head. I, th- I think yeah. everyone gets their fair shot. But I think Bubba Ray does win the title for most shots <laughs> taken to the head, hook, doesn't he? on the inside of the ring on the outside and another thunderous chair shot to the skull of Bubba Ray Dudley. Oh, man! A hard chair shot right in, the, right in Devon Dudley's face. He's got a, that steel chair. They're out in the, in the aisleway here are four combatants in this first ever tag team table matchup. Not again, no, look out! And Bubba, Bubba's reeling the car. Oh, my God! Bubba Dudley went through two tables to the concrete floor. 
It's the way though, like they'll just casually sort of say on commentary, you know, this was like twenty years ago, and they'll casually just say, "Well, that's that's probably a concussion." Yeah, I, yeah. I heard that as well. I'm like, what? just saying that casually, whereas nowadays that'd be like, "Oh shit!" Nowadays it would be, yeah, that's probably going to be a concussion. Yeah, from the subject, Mister Concussion debuts the night after. <laughs> <laughs> what, Chris Nowinski? <laughs> <laughs> but when like. Uh, at some point, Bubba's in the in the aisleway building like his massive structure of tables. Yeah, was yeah. there somebody helping him, like a random other person? No, no, I don't think so. I think it's a security guard. Sure, it was so. like at some point when he's kind of when he's kind of built like he's put two tables down, like he can't reach one of the back because someone's helping him put that one into position. I'm sure that happens. Does it? It's gonna be a grip or something like that. Just think. Oh, I, feel, I feel I should rewatch that match now. <laughs> Obviously, you watched them in preparation for this, didn't you? Uh, yeah, in January. With yeah, all the Royal Rumbles. Yeah. Oh, yeah, with all the Royal Rumbles, yeah. Okay. That's no, really January. Recent. We can set up for January. Yeah. yeah. No, this this match is... I mean, bearing in mind, I'd come away watching wrestling from, like, WrestleMania 12. Yeah. Yeah. For, like, a 60-minute Iron Man match <laughs> between Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart, which bored the crap out of me. And then I have this as my second match back it's quite a contrast which lasts 10 minutes and 18 seconds it does it's once again not ages which is crazy no. like, and then we go like, we would have had the triangle ladder match no the uh, the what's it the Terry, Terry Invitational Tournament match yes, yes. Was, Terry, was, was Terry at the Rumble like, yes she, she was. was she was in the yeah, promo but they said don't come to the ring Michael we are going to go out there and tear the roof off of Madison Square Garden. Terry, I... no! You think we're going to let you go out there tonight? Do you realize how violent this is going to be? No! Yeah, they were like, don't come to the ring, yeah. it's going to be too violent. Well, Oof, I tell you, the well, violence, Terry, stay back. If, if ever there's been a mismatched manager with a team, I think that's one of the examples. Well, that's no one. Sense. You've also got the infamous um, team of uh, TIT. <laughs> Not TIT, sorry, TNA. Yeah, TNA, sorry, TNA. Yeah. TIT is a tournament, sorry, never mind. Terry Invitational Tournament. That's oh the my one. goodness, I get it now. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Oh my god. No, really? Is that for a rude word? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay, I've, just, I've just rewatched that part of the Rumble. I can confirm it is security helping Bubba Ray get the table. You are correct. Yeah, oh, I thought that so. sounds hilarious. <laughs> Because I don't think because he's got two that. tables down, he can't reach the third one at the back. So he has to get like someone to help him put him into the position. Oh, it's security. How did I miss that? Yeah. Then the then he just goes through all of them anyway. Oh man, this this spot at the end is just brittle. So it's a handicap match. The Dudleys and the security guard versus the Hardys. Oh, you sir? Who was that security guard? <laughs> Maybe it was. Um, oh, what's his face? Little Dudley. Oh, Spike. Spike. Spike, there you go. Maybe it was Spike. I mean, as a sort of taster towards the craziness that will come in the coming years, it's, this yeah. match is fantastic. Yeah, I loved it. I wrote down a fucking amazing spot fest. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. It's um, crazy how it escalate over the next period into, like, you know, like you say, the TLCs one and two. It's just crazy. Because mm-hmm. yeah, they had the TLC version of this match at WrestleMania 2000, didn't they? No, it was just a triangle ladder match. Hmm. So it's just a ladder, just match, a ladder with a few match. Teams. Yep, yeah, the so team first like TLC, TLC match was SummerSlam. Yep. And then oh yeah, so seventeen is TLC two. Yep, that's the one. Yeah. <sighs> WrestleMania seventeen was show. Yeah, so this is when you get um, Kurt Angle coming around backstage, just kind of groggily <laughs> saying, "Did I win? 
Did I yep. win? Okay, don't look at the light. What happened? Did I win? I don't know. All I, all I know is Did that I you win? Were, no, all I know is that you were choked unconscious, and they Choke. called us in to get you. That's illegal. Yeah. They're not allowed know. to do that. I don't know about that, but you look a little How many feet did I Did I win? I don't know. All I know is that you were choked unconscious. That's what we're here to help you out. Listen, you look a little, little unsteady. Why don't you come well, over and sit choked, back down? If you choke me, I'm undefeated. <laughs> it's like, yeah, did I win? Did I win? It's like, Kermit, I don't know, Kermit, sir. It's like, I don't know. I mean, we said it before, but Kurt Angle was so funny. And like, even here, like you say, two months in, he just kind of knows his character. That kind of yeah. idiot. Kind of yeah, he's completely takes to it. I mean, he's like, he, 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 you forget like, how brilliant he was as nerdy Kurt Angle. Oh, yes. Yeah. When he first came into it. When he was just like, kind of going, you know, kind of bizarrely oblivious to like, everything. Everything, you know. Kurt Angle's that fantastic heel because you hate him for the correct reasons. You don't just hate him because he sucks. You hate him because they've written him and he acts. In was, a it way the case, makes... was it not the case, though, that when he first came into it, he had a promo where he, was, he genuinely sort of started speaking from the heart about how he'd won a gold medal in Atlanta Olympic Games and <laughs> everyone booed him? Yeah, and yeah, when, yeah. He went, when he went to the back, he genuinely thought he'd done something wrong. <laughs> Because also, everyone booed him. Oh, on a side note, Kurt Angle with hair, strange. It is now, yeah. It's weird, I kind of, I kind of flip-flop on that a little bit, because... He's like two years away from losing the yeah. match against Edge, isn't he? <sighs> so, yeah. And then we come to... So we go back to the ring, and apparently there's a panel of judges coming out. Well, I skipped what, this bit. What are the judges coming out for? For the Miss well. Rumble Swimsuit Contest? All I've written down here is, oh God. Sergeant Slaughter is one of the judges. Yep. Yeah. Johnny, Johnny P. Johnny P, yeah, he's the other one. Yeah. Some celebrity, who's the celebrity I can't remember? Andy well, Richter. Andy Richter, Classy Freddie Blassie, oh, Sergeant Fabulous Slaughter. Fabulous Mueller on there? She's in, she's yeah. in this competition. Fabulous Mueller, yeah. 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 I've written down the nice seat they've all dressed up for it. Well, what do you mean? <laughs> Casual jumpers and whatnot. Although yeah. it is worth it, uh, comes out with a good line um, when he tells Fink to get out of the ring. Give me that microphone, Howard Finkel, and get out of the ring! These girls aren't your type! They're not inflatable! Get over there! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, can I, can I wish the world was Miss Rumble Swim Suit Competition thing. Thank Christ. They never did another one. Uh, I wonder why. why. It's, well, I don't know. It was a success, but it's, so it's it's they'd never get away with this sort of crap. This you day, reckon? Not at all. Yeah. Is it like I said at one point? Is it Ivory finds it demeaning? Yeah, no shit. I've written down. Yeah, totally. yeah. So we've got the participants of Ivory, Jackie, Terry Reynolds, Lunar, Cat, and BB. Barbara Bush. <sighs> Bush. The cat is Lola's wife, isn't she? Yeah, yes. partner at this point. Or yes. at least, yeah, going out with Laura, Laura yeah. some capacity at the minute, yeah. But King, just he's just like jumping around like a child during the whole thing. Quite enjoyed it. So, just, mm. they, they take their robes off, show off they've got, and it's it's as bad as it sounds. I mean, this, 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 this did not age well. I mean, how long did this last? Forever. Too long. <laughs> I, I haven't actually got a time for this, I'm afraid. But the fact it happened, that was bad enough. It was probably, at least 15 minutes, I would say. Yeah. yeah. In fact, you, um, probably, you probably lost like five minutes to Taz versus Angle, and I'm probably five minutes off the tag team match. Yeah. Uh, I, come think, on. I think this come was on. a reaction to the fact that the cat got our tits out at Armageddon the month before. Like, oh, full, yeah. on, full on out. That did happen, didn't it? Yep. 
that was after the the, the mud wrestling match. I read down a comment on there because at, at the end, um, May Young comes out. Oh God! Chico oh, straps he, down. He's a late entry. Mark Henry comes in to kind of cover up her modesty. <laughs> and, and I've written down here like um, I bet backstage Vince is absolutely howling. Oh yeah, oh yeah, definitely. I bet he is in absolute hysterics up by the end of this. She's oh, like, everyone in this shit. arena wants to see my puppies, and then and then she starts, yes, disrobing. I love yes, the bit just... where she's got that thing in between her legs, and then she throws it at Jerry Lawler. Oh yeah, I also like I also like the ineffective censored notice that comes on screen briefly. For some reason, disappears. We get a hot oh. shot from hell, and it goes back on immediately. Yeah, <laughs> different in the network version, isn't that? Is this like I a think big thing that comes screen? sign in the network version. It shouldn't have happened. At How all. is this not edited off the network version? <laughs> well, this well, should the be cast with the Ben stuff. I mean, come on. Yeah. The story is that that isn't actually your real breasts. No shit. No, they weren't. But uh, it's still bad enough. They must have thought they'd get away with it if they put prosthetic breasts in. <sighs> but it still did not work in the it's, slightest, did it? I mean. Many, 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 many like young teenage boys were probably having a fantastic time up to that point, and then they probably just thought, "Well, I'm already halfway there; I might as well finish." And then that happened. Mark Henry has that effect on me as well. <laughs> <laughs> You're fired, the owl. Wow. Was it the chicken? Yeah, it was good. It was spicy. It was nice. Um, spicy. This is the effect that a spicy chicken has on owl. Great. Well, we're doing we that awful storyline when. Mark Henry is May Young's boyfriend. Oh, God. Uh, and the rumour is they signed Henry to a big 10-year deal, but he keeps getting injured and he's not very good at that point. So they keep putting him in these awful storylines to hope Henry will quit if he's on the court. But, of course, Henry doesn't quit if he's on the court. And good on him, because he does become something quite good in the end. Yeah, yeah. he becomes the father to hand. <laughs> <laughs> but then we go to the, uh, the WWE... Like restaurant place, yeah, WF New York, WF New York, which With was a coach and the crowd who are a bit rambunctious, probably drunk as all hell. There's a word. It'd be, it'd be, like, it'd be, it'd be like it'd be like cutting to walk about WrestleMania night coming up in Glasgow. <laughs> yeah. Just assuming that we're outside by that point. It was very rowdy. Coaches just being jumped over. It's like I don't really want to go to that place. It looks, it looks horrific. But yeah, then you get um, China and Jericho. I know who's wearing the icy belt. Yeah, this this is a fantastic little segment. Oh, is it the Jericho saying to um, one of the Hepners, Earl, Dave? Oh, yeah. Calls him both names. China, relax. All I want you to do is snap my belt around my waist so I can wear it out to the range. Why don't match. you be chivalrous for once in your life and let me wear the belt for a Chivalrous? Change. What do you think? This is medieval times? Oh, no, but at least you could be a gentleman. I want to take my gentleman. Let's you're up next. Let me Dave, settle, settle this. this. I'm take it to the ring. And when you guys get there, we'll find out who is the undisputed intercontinental champion, okay? Earl, come on! Dave! Oh, well, look what you did now, Chris. Thanks don't a lot. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Listen, we're on next in about 10 minutes. I'll have the belts around my waist for real anyway. So all this... Yeah, we'll, we'll see about that. I should have it around my waist now, but I can't do that either. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I hated this storyline. It was a dual champion. It was rubbish. And I think WE realized it was rubbish because they quickly put an end to it. Um, so it was it Jericho and trying to pin each other during a match and two referees count the count and they yeah, both win I think it's there. I think it's a three way match and they end up pinning the same person and both referees are like, Oh we don't know who's yeah, the they, end they ended up they ended up helping each other beat Bob Holly, didn't they? Yeah. Because they had Jericho versus Bob Holly for the title and then China helps Jericho win and then the it was China versus Bob Holly and then Jericho helped just to keep their yeah. title. 
So I thought so this was the triple threat match to sell it. And um, like I said, the 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 end it here really to it's a winner takes all match pretty much with Bob yeah. involved as well. I, I do find it interesting that the two baby faces I suppose in this match. Um, Harker Holly and China come out to absolute crickets yet Jericho the Uber heel comes out as a god yeah is Jericho not a face at this point no, no he's not. still heel are you sure I, th- I don't know I thought he's he still crazy. doing the sort of like Holly's pretty much um, I'm fairly sure Holly's the heel <laughs> well but he comes out and says well Holly's a heel but then he could, Jericho comes out doing the whole you know welcome to Madison Square Jericho yeah so he's still doing that whole thing about how he's the saviour of the company because that was the thing that he always had when he first came in wasn't it that you know yeah. he was somehow he was somehow of the belief that WF would be down the toilet if it wasn't for him it's, it's funny how like, you know, Roy's Jericho it's funny how 20 years later he's doing almost the same thing in AEW but, but it's still fresh oh yeah yeah Jericho's yeah. been for the last 20 years the master of reinvention mm-hmm. I don't think anyone's have you know, other wrestlers have maybe reinvented themselves over the years, but I think they've always had like periods of time where one gimmick's maybe not been as successful as the other one. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Whereas Jericho has is been consistently brilliant throughout the yeah. last twenty odd year. Yeah, I think especially since no he, had, he, he had this big um, um, was it like two thousand and five where he went away for a couple of years. He's yeah, probably done well. In, yeah, in that process of going yeah. away for a couple of years at a time. Yeah, since he kind of came back after that, like each kind of time he's come back afterwards, it's been like, yeah, really good. Yeah, well, he came back in 2007 after being, what, well, he got the whole fired by Eric Bischoff in 2005 for not beating John Cena. Yeah. And he came and he back in 2007. There was a bit of a damp squib where he was like, yeah, he was tours with Fozzie. Because I went to see him in Newcastle. Did you? Oh, <laughs> yeah. brilliant. Um, and then he had the, there was kind of a bit of a damp squib when he came back in 2007 because he was a face and he was going against Orton but then he turned heel and had probably the, the best run of his WWE days in 2008 against Shawn Michaels wearing the suit and all that kind of stuff wearing the suit and being like you know the kind of corporate guy and yeah. also probably obviously um, accidentally punched Shawn Michaels' <laughs> wife in the face for real, <laughs> um, which maybe added to it slightly yeah. um, and then yeah so he's been back and forth in that kind of style, he's the only. He's now at the stage in his career where he can get individual lines over within like a week. Yeah, I mean, crazy. like they say, you know, stupid idiot was like over within like two weeks. Yeah. Saying it, you're going to get it. Yeah, the list was over a little bit now, of the bubbly. No, yeah, exactly. You know, a couple of months ago it was a little bit of the bubbly that got over. That's now a t-shirt. So he's just a genius for just making up stuff like that and it being cool. You know what I mean? So anyway, carry on. <laughs> Just lamenting <laughs> Jericho here. Um, so, this match was a bit meh. I think. Again, oh, it's I, really didn't, I didn't like it either. Yeah, seven minutes long to get it. They they rattle through it. Yeah. Well, it, it, in both Holly's book and Jericho's book, they literally say they've got to scream at China to do stuff in the match. Like literally, she's. I was she's just lost. about to say she's yeah. totally useless. Uh, and they've literally got to write it down on a piece of paper and put it in front of my face. You know, yeah. whip me in the ropes. <laughs> it's 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 just a it's clunky. It's just no good. And even though it went seven minutes, I feel like it just went too long. And this time could have been given to something a bit better. 
Well, I tell you what, it wasn't given to Ewan. It wasn't given to the tag team match. I followed. Oh, well. (laughs) (laughs) No. Get there. Yes, they rattle through. Lion Silton tried and Jericho wins, so he's now the undisputed IC champion, even though he's still got the crap IC belt. Hooray. So. uh, They changed the the IC belt to the crap version already, haven't they? Yep. Yep, yep, yep. I forgot that. Um, but yeah, this match is is. I don't think it's going to be anywhere near good if you involve Bob Holly. No, and that's fair. It's when you've got China, who is massively uncoordinated in this one. <laughs> yep. But then you got to remember, like, like this, we're six months away from her rumored to be like headlining SummerSlam '99. That's true. Yeah, I yeah. think that was always a ruse. I don't think it was ever any truth in it. Never going to truth in it. No. Um, I think it was just a typical Vince Russo switch type thing. There was never any, oh never going to happen. It was just a, a reaction type. Thing. It's a swerve, bro. Yeah. I, hear, I just hear, I just <laughs> wow, hear his name, and I just get angry chills. I just, I, I hate that man so much. Uh, anyway, bro. Well, on the uh, subject bro. of things I don't hate, The Rock has a promo with Michael Cole next, and oh, it's just an God. example of why The Rock is the man when it comes to promos, and especially because he's ripping into Michael Cole. You mean when uh, Michael Cole asks about the two people he's most concerned about that were Rumble? Rock, tonight you and 29 other superstars will be in that ring for the Royal Rumble match, and you have a bullseye on your chest. Is there any superstar who you may be concerned with? Well, The Rock says this. There are two WWF superstars who The Rock has a concern with. There are two who might give The Rock problems. Number one is going to be Crash Holly. Number two is going to be Headbanger Mosh. And The Rock says if he could get by those two, then he might have a shot at winning the Royal Rumble. And he's like, if I can get past those two, I'll be all right. That's just amazing. <laughs> of all words, the people and exact words are not like if I can get past Crash Holly and Headbanger Mosh then maybe maybe yes that's it so good so <laughs> good it's just it's brilliant like, they really said I mean you know your talent shit so if I beat these shitty people <laughs> <laughs> of all the people in the rubble who can I pick to properly get across my point Crash yep. Holly and Headbanger Mosh it's it's and then obviously he takes he basically tells Cole to go get a big glass of shut up juice and he just goes into full rock mode and I think this was a point where I was watching the show and went this guy's cool this guy's awesome and I just can't help by the way that at the end when he says you know if you smell a little, little that's the yeah. moment Channel Four decided to have a ad break oh, oh my god <laughs> so on Channel Four I, I distinctly remember it, it was literally kind of like kind of going if you smell what the men are you suffering I have a vivid memory of going that's, that's surely cut off at a wrong moment <laughs> he must have done that wrong yeah uh, but what a promo he was at this time like, just the energy oh, to him yeah. is ridiculous well, it's like when I, when I do the 90s pay-per-views all the ones I've missed um, on the on the blog I mean there was, you can see the evolution of the rock character in like 97, 98 he's not quite there in promos no he's still quite I think it's during 99 he kind of really clicks into this I think as he realises people actually like me people like me being this massive yeah. loud dickhead right let's just turn it up to 14 yeah, yeah pretty points out like he like the year before he was corporate rock against Mick Foley, wasn't he? Having that kind of you know that yeah, yeah. beyond the match, uh, Bristol with Shadows yeah. match. What was the match? Yep, it was beyond the match. I quit. Yeah, beyond the match. Sorry, yeah. But th- this this promo just reminds me why wrestling back in this time period was just great because your characters like that, and I guarantee 
Rock did not have a scripted promo in front of him. No, and everyone's into what he says. Yes, because it's you, genuine. You, you're into the characters at this stage. Yeah. Even the crap ones Yes. have something about them. They've got a redeeming character about them. Well, they hit by a mosh. Yeah, they hit by a mosh. He's <laughs> got big tits. Yeah, he's, well, exactly. Can I um, a little story? Sure. Go on, Always, now. Alan. Well, like, me and my friend always mock that promo. And uh, we always got about headbanger mosh. So anyway, for Christmas, I went and got him a signed headbangers photo. Wow! <laughs> right? Oh, I remember this. Such I remember. What's, I know. I know what's coming. So, so my friend on Christmas Day tweets headbanger mosh to tell him that he got a headbanger signed photo for Christmas. And headbanger mosh tweets him back. <laughs> <laughs> he did. Awesome. Yeah, Christmas Day, head by your mosh, tweets me friend back, and that's a great present. So, oh, the the greatest gift in the all. <laughs> that's wow. quite heartwarming, actually. It's pretty cool. I'll tell you what's not heartwarming, though. Oh, yes. New Age Outlaws versus the Acolytes. I just think the build up to this match was longer than the match itself. Well, the one a royal, uh, battle royal type match at Armageddon together. Yeah. That's right, yeah, the tag team turmoil match. The build basically just seems to be the acolytes just just being really stiff with the outlaws in various situations. Wait, the um, the acolytes being stiff? JBL being stiff? I know. Uh, Two minutes and 39 seconds. Jesus. The outlaws described by JR as the the best tag team ever in these these halcyon days. What, the new age outlaws? That's how Jim Ross calls them the best tag team ever. I no, mean, the best the bushwhackers. W- we know it's the bushwhackers. <laughs> this is for the vote. I, it's the, I don't really have much to say about this match because what can you say about a two-minute match? No. Does, does X-Pac appear for the ending? Is that right? Yes, yeah, yeah, X-Pac, yeah, X-Pac, X-Pac appears and then like it's X-Pac's distraction that means that, I think, is it Road Dog pins Bradshaw? No. Yeah. Um, is it's it? the famous, sir. Yeah, the famous... Uh, Billy Gunn comes in. Billy Gunn's There's a good bit where um, uh, Bradshaw catches Billy Gunn doing a crossbody and then he boots Road Dog at the same time. That's, that's yeah. a bit. That's nice, but... It's nice, but... Just, um, it's really nothing, this match. Yeah. No, it's just... You know, just but it's, it's, it's just mainly getting the crowd all settled before the craziness yeah. that's about to ensue. Think, yeah, they're just clearing space on the card for what's going to happen next, which is the, yeah. uh, the championship match for... The street fight between Triple H and one Cactus Jack. Indeed. Does anyone else miss the old, like, when it was a title match, you'd get the graphic on screen? I miss that graphic. Oh, yeah, I know what you mean. When it comes really close up the camera, that's. Yeah. Yeah. Aye. I miss those. Do they still do it with the new belts? Yeah, but they're crap now, though. I know oh, they're crap, but, like, but. Yeah, they're crap. Is it the tag team one? They've got the two helmets headbutton before. Oh, for God's sake. Two giant pennies. <sighs> now, as we. Um, I mentioned earlier there's the build up to this I think is cracking to this match with um, yes. part of the McMahon Helmsley era Triple H is showing off his power gets Cactus Jack sacked sorry sacks McMankind I do apologise um, and then the, the roster basically gets his job back and then there's another match with uh, Triple H and Mankind where Mankind gets busted open and the week after on Smackdown Mankind decides that he can't face Triple H because he's too tough so the crowd need a substitute in the greatest piece of business ever in wrestling history, he turns into Cactus Jack walking down the ramp. But I think the WWF fans deserve a substitute in that match. A substitute? He's chickening out? What I'm going to do, Triple H, is I'm going to name him right now. As a matter of fact, 
I think you know the guy. is to kick your teeth all over the city of Chicago. Put a different t-shirt on. I don't care what you say, Alan. I, I, I can feel goosebumps just talking about it, because that, that, I love that's my favourite bit of this period of wrestling. It's, it's the well, fact that the crowd goes thermal nuclear. Metals give you goosebumps, Phil, whatever you like. <laughs> Thank you, Alan. <laughs> but it's like... Uh, the way Triple H sells it, like look oh, at yeah. his face when he sees Cactus Jack, the way it's sold on commentary, the way the crowd sells it, mixed face, like you just see this face uh-huh. it's kind of serious. It probably would have had slightly more effect had Mick Foley never been Cactus Jack before this moment. Correct. In, w- in WWF anyway. Yes. But that does give some history because didn't he but, feud with Triple H when he was well or Hunter Sounded it would have been. Yeah, ninety seven, they have like like the they have that fantastic um Falls Got Anywhere match, which I think is also in Madison Square Garden. I think it's right, an yeah. episode of Raw. Where, Did this give a bit of history to the to, to the whole thing then? A little bit, yeah. But it's, yeah. it's the one with the video wall at the start, where he's like mankind's interviewing Dude Love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like kind of oh, going, I, he's one. like the one with like kind of going, you know, Manny. It's like going, <laughs> I, I, this, you know, the 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 the, the pinfalls and the hot dog stand. It's just not my bag, but I know a man whose bag it most definitely is. <laughs> that is, that is yeah. just, just like Dude Love. Yeah. Exactly, it's like he's in the room. Like he's in the room. But yeah, that yeah. piece of business when uh, mankind reveals the substitute, it's just like that's just pure pro wrestling for me. Mick Foley does say in his book, I think it was uh, Foley is good, is that um, he's the thing that he thought made that promo was Triple H's reaction. Yeah, yeah. He said it wouldn't. It had Triple H just gone. Yeah, it would have been crap. It's the but, face of like fear and also acceptance of oh shit. Yeah, what have I done? Then yeah, I, I, I first saw this on the um, the Hard Knocks and Cheap Pops DVD. Oh yeah, yep. I, he basically says the same thing there. Like in Triple H, I think Triple H's got a bit on there saying like, "What's he say?" Like, um... you know, I, I've heard it said that my reaction made Cactus Jack a myth. In in ten seconds, with a facial expression, I created this mythological being. To me, Cactus Jack was this mythological being I just reacted to him that's telling me now you're going to get to see Cactus Jack now okay you want to do that now you go to Cactus Jack now you get the guy that does barbed wire now you get the guy that wrestles in thumbtacks now you get the guy that's uh, the king of the death match in Japan now you get the guy that's been in exploding C4 matches in Japan the guy that's done it all the guy with the ear missing you know the guy that did all that stuff mankind can claim all those things but Cactus Jack's the guy that did them all you know and uh, you know it's kind of weird because you're talking about the same person but you're not and he sells it brilliantly and it makes the whole thing just like oh that's going to happen and I don't think anyone I mean obviously we had matches like the infamous um, No Holds Barred match at Rumble 99 where Man Queen got handcuffed and The Rock basically just eviscerated him but I don't think anyone ever expected anything the violence level on a WWF show like we got here this was when I first watched this match I was like oh my god yeah this is incredible they've been kind of like getting I suppose the product's been ECW-ized, if that makes sense. Yeah. 
Yeah, ECW had a lot of influence but, in the late 90s, yeah. But yeah. that's just adding, like, tables. That's maybe having first blood matches. Yeah. This isn't bringing out barbed wire two-by-fours. This isn't bringing this out is like, I feel like a, a million tacks. Did they have the hardcore belt at this point? They would have done, wouldn't they? Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. But this feels like even beyond that sort of thing. Yes. Yeah. Because it's been taken seriously. Yeah. yeah it's, not, it's not just for well each other with cookie trays and all that Exactly. Kind of yeah. This, and this to me felt like two men going into war. One man with a mission just to literally kill his opponent. The yeah. other man just wants to survive and get out of there. Yeah, yeah. Because it like was to go. The idea was to build up Triple H for the for WrestleMania, wasn't it? Yes. Because yeah. he'd only just he'd only won his, and you forget this because Triple H, um, obviously, you know, ends up winning the title like what about fifteen times or something like that. But yeah. his first ti- this was his first title run. Yep. And the argument was that he still needed to be seen as a legitimate champion going into WrestleMania against The Rock at the time, is what the plan was. So Foley was the stepping stone. What a yeah. stepping stone? Uh, well, yeah, apparently, you know, in his book he says he doesn't mind. It's That's what no. you do. No, that's, that's, that's I mean, the fact that Mick Foley basically passed the torch to him with this bloodbath... Well, yeah, they seen the Hell in a Cell match the month after. Oh, that's right. Yeah, no way out. Yeah. God, I might need to watch that again. But yeah, that, I mean, that's obviously the other kind of high-level booking of it is yeah, put um, Triple H through Hell to, get, <laughs> to make to cement him as that kind of top-level guy, yeah. isn't it? Because he's still yeah. really like the year before last, he was wearing a beret. Yes. <laughs> yep. Doing down so uh, DX pants DX on. stuff. Yeah. but now he's like you know, he's got his serious music on he hasn't quite got the motorhead mo- uh, no no but it's a serious tr- game triple h music when he comes in isn't it and and i mean it's, it's it's the it's pitched perfect from pretty much start to finish it's the yeah. moment where triple h triple h enters and sends stephanie to the back because it's too violent too violent too violent and then, like, get out get out gonna get blood on you then the pop that foley gets when he comes out mm. and then it starts off with sort of just Lamping each other in the face and then just cracks on from there. Yeah. Bell just comes out brilliant. early, chair shots to the head, into the yeah. crowd. Yep. Um, Triple H gets suplexed onto the pallet and that busts his leg open because he gets like yep. a big bit of wood into his leg. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's what does that, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But also, like, it's got a much more deliberate pace to it. At least the first three matches are just like go, 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 go. Yeah, but this feels like they're, they're really kind of working, the, yeah, methodical. They're working their time, aren't they? Yeah. yeah, exactly. Because it's, that what, about like, 25 minutes? Yes. I want to say uh, 25, 24. 26, 55. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It doesn't feel that long. No, it's it doesn't like feel like a long at all. all later on. It's like, it's a good yeah, chunk yeah. of the show. I was uh, shouting that time out, wondering why you weren't listening to me, but I've realised I've muted you, so that's why. <laughs> I'm like, why is no one responding? I mean, well done. Well done. <laughs> There's a nice bit where um, I think uh, Mick Foley gets out of the barbed wire um, back four, which backfires, obviously. Of course. Um, but then I think the ref gets rid of it and he gets booed roundly by the crowd. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, it's like, and it's like uh, get rid of that illegal weapon, and I just wrote down it's a fucking street fight. Yeah. I don't think, <laughs> yeah, like, I think the Spanish announcer hides it or something. It gives yeah, well, the Spanish announce table. Yeah, it, it gives them a chance to swap the barbed wire one for a rubber one. Oh, 
because all the stuff, all the more sort of aggressive stuff comes right after that moment. That's true, yeah. You get a bit of the face with him, like, rubbing it into his yeah. face. Yeah. Um, we, we get confirmation from Jim Ross that our street fight cannot be stopped. <laughs> Good plan. Just to clarify for everybody. Well, but you can't use weapons in it. Although you can't use a bar uh, two King, by four. King's like, we should stop this. And Jim's like, no, you can't stop a street fight. You can't. Exactly. Can't be done. Um, but at this, this point, Triple H has got the Crimson Mask going. Yeah, on his legs, on his face. Yeah, he's a mess. Um, isn't it? Um, has he gone through the table by this point with like this blood all over like King's monitor and all sorts? Yeah, I think the map. Yeah, point, I think that's happened. That table's uh, gone. My next question at this point was: Why does the Fink have handcuffs? Kinky. Well, maybe. Yeah. Kinky fingers. It does maybe, rhyme. Maybe he's got a job um, after the show. <laughs> what with the uh, uh, with uh, uh, no. Don't make that young. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, because because then we get like say a replay of the last year's rumble with Mick Foley being handcuffed. Yep, this this does lead to a fantastic spot where Foley's down on his knees begging Triple H, hit me, hit me, hit me, and then the Rock just comes out of nowhere and waffles Triple H <laughs> <with> a chair. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the exact use of the word as well, waffles him. Yeah, and then for some reason a cop randomly appears and uncuffs Mick Foley and cuffs <laughs> yeah, Dragon. I'm like, what's going on? I just couldn't remember that, but I was like, I don't know, maybe why that's the guy who, who just... um, helped with the tables earlier. Probably, it's the same security guy. Yeah. yeah, but I just, I just remember because the camera is perfect here. They're focusing on uh, Cactus Dragon, and then all of a sudden you just see this figure come out in this blue chair, and then you just see Triple H get absolutely destroyed. Wham! Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> And, and then the rock um, just, just get, disappears. Yeah, just goes. And then you get uh, the king saying, oh, he's going to hit him with a sandbag. Mm. No, he isn't king. Spoilers. That ain't a sandbag. Nope. No. Mm. And then we and get a big load of thumbtacks. Get back to the ring. Mick Fuller goes under the ring, pulls out a bag, and pours out a shit ton of tacks. Does anybody else feel sorry for the ref when they're counting or uh, doing the three count on thumbtacks? You have to be really careful where you put your hand. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> you've got to, yeah. you got to do, you got to make the count look good. But also, you're like, I don't want to get my hand on thumbtacks because it's going to hurt. Well, the solution to that is have gloves. <laughs> or yeah, do you, or you just put your fingers downwards so it's only your fingertips that are touching the mat. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You're not going to get. You wouldn't get, of, a, you wouldn't get that much noise out of it, but at least it's no. less surface area to hit. True. We'll just go, you know what, boys? We'll call it a draw. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, eventually, Triple H pedigrees Cactus Jack into the thumbtacks face first. That just looked brutal. Well, I suppose yep. before he rolls over, you see the thumbtacks, like, in yeah. his eyebrow. And it's like, that's quite close to your eye. Yep. That's very close to his eye. Don't it's like just, that. No, that looked a bit kind of... Mm. And then the sort of the after the match, Triple H has been taken away, and all of a sudden, Cactus Jack just comes back to life, goes back, drags Triple H back <laughs> to the ring. Yeah, yeah. And stole it from Adam Bob Justice. Yep. I just this, this this whole match is fantastic, and it sets up as we said earlier on the Mick Foley retirement match number one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which just the fact he just comes back the next month. Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't quite yeah. stick, would it? Not quite, no. Now, you, but you've you got to consider, like, if, if I'm a guy up next in the Rumble, I'm kind of walking around backstage going, did you, did, you, you got rid of all the tacks, right? They're all, you got rid of all of them. All of them. Well, they're yeah. sweeping up for a good, like, two, three minutes. Because oh, they're kind of like, time looking at the They've got a weird shovel table. thing scraping the ring. That's what they're yeah. doing. <laughs> it's like, that ain't going to get up nothing, pal. You want to get a dustpan of brush oh. out there, get a magnet. It's probably what they used to scrape the ice when the New York Rangers were playing. Probably. probably. Well, like, no, no, get a magnet out of there. Pick them up properly. 
So after an extended period of time, we go, it's time for our main event. It is time for the 2000 Royal Rumble where JR clearly states wrestlers are coming in every 90 seconds. I call bullshit on that. Well, well the thing well, says the they'll come out yeah. on a regular schedule every two minutes or less. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly, yeah, two minutes or less. Is so it's not that regular then, is it? And then they kind of settle on 90 seconds. Yeah. yeah. Is, that, is it still 90 seconds? Is it longer now? Who knows at this point? No, they, they always say it's two minutes, but it's kind of... Yeah. If you, sat there with it, if you sat there with a stopwatch, you, it wouldn't be two minutes at all. It totally, would be, yeah. Depends yeah, on when the crowd would have getting restless. Which is uh, not much, not often during this one. Yeah, and they, uh, and they, um, they hot shot this rumble with uh, D'Lo Brown and Grandmaster <laughs> Saxey coming out number one and two. Well, I mean, Just to get off Grandma, to a fiery start. I forget how much too cool were over during this time period because Grandmaster Saxey gets quite a pop. He does. He does a terrible hurricane run in mind. But, well, like, the yeah. pop is real good. You know. No reference also from Jerry Lawler about him being his son. No, but I mean, if you listen, but if you know, I mean, obviously we know now. But if at the time, I, I remember thinking, it. why? Why is he? Why is he being so like enthusiastic towards this guy? Oh, Grandmaster's no. cool, isn't he? That's what he says at one point. It's like, oh, yeah. King, come on. JR always teases him with the Austin denies it's his son. Yeah, that was always the yeah. Yeah, but they, they did that in like ninety eight, ninety nine. But there's no mention of it now. No. Oh, weird. Sure? Sure? Yeah, no, 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 I'm sure nah. it's Correct me. There's no wrong. mention of it at all. No, 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 yeah. correct me if I'm wrong. Grandmaster comes out as number two, mm-hmm. and Jerry Lawler goes on commentary. I thought he was luckier than that. And Jerry yes. goes, Some would say he'd had a bad break from birth. What? It's Grandmaster Sexy! I thought he was luckier than this! And the man who drew number two. Some say he got a bad break at birth, but that's only a rumor. What? That was it, yeah, that's the line. <laughs> the miss that completely. Oh, I missed line. that one. It's a great line. So, number three is Headbanger Mosh. No well, one cares. <laughs> but then we get some friends in the form of Takamichi Noko and Funaki, otherwise known as Kaintai. Nice, I cameo. Totally forgot how much this rumble was interrupted by various groups. Yes, starting well, off was, with Kaintai. It? But apparently, I, what I'd missed was the fact. Apparently, on Sunday Night Heat, they tried Kaintai tried to draw rumble numbers, and were told that there was, wasn't any left. Yes. So that's the storyline as to why they keep interrupting it. Well, Kaintai's were one of the teams to replace the Hardys or the Dudleys. Oh, right, okay. okay. And then you're right, then they too got substituted by surprise entrance. But Kaintai get disposed of quickly yeah. and the king makes some very tasteless comments calling him Chinese at one point yeah that, 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 that's, that's, that continues that, uh, it's the continues. Alan Milburn uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Christian comes out with weird music it's weird yeah it's is so- that an overdub no, 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 it's his music at the time. Is that his music at the time? Um, is that his single music? Yeah. Well, the yes. tag team, Edge's, like the Edge and Christian music. Yeah, it's his singles music. It's weird. Makes no sense. So far, nobody's eliminated other than the kind who weren't in this thing to begin with. Who's it going to be? Uh-oh, there's a Christian. There's Christian in. Uh, then Rikishi. Yep. Uh, gets rid of Moss, who's gets the be- by who this gets point. the best pop so far. Rikishi gets like a really good pop when he comes out. I know it's crazy, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mentioned Moss's um, attire. Oh, uh, I mentioned his boobs already. Tits. 
the second move in the match he does his ankle and that's him so he eventually gets dumped out uh, next out is Scotty Too Hot and this is the point where Rikishi's basically got rid of everyone else it's down to Grandmaster Rikishi's looking at Grandmaster like he's going to eat him or something Scotty Too Hot comes out he goes no no lads lads we can make this up let's dance and we get a dance party do you get a dance party for about two minutes I yeah. do think it's funny I quite like that spot then bang they're out so have they split by this point because at some point Rikishi's the one who ran over Stone Cold to save the rock or whatever well, that's, that's, only, that's a long way away, yeah. That's, yeah, that's, that's only revealed in Survivor Series 2000. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was. Yeah, yeah that's a while away, yeah. Stone Cold's not in the Rumble, and also Undertaker's out injured, so there's no Undertaker at this moment in time either. Yeah, we'll, we'll come back to that, because yeah. it feels like, like when it kind of goes through the Rumble, it's, like, it's very much the kind of mid-card Rumble. Mm. Uh, with like a lot of people, because there. I think next is... Um, next is the weapon, Steve, Steve Blackman. Blackman. He's gone. Steve Blackman. He's but he was heel Blackman at this time. I think. Yeah, the crowd hated, didn't they? Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah. the Rikishi driver looks ridiculous. I mean, you know, well, surprised he's allowed to do it. Yeah, it's, it's basically greens from Asbury Park. Babin Brickell's move. Hmm. But then, then the, the battle we all wanted, Viscera comes out. <laughs> he looks, yeah, he looks fucking humongous in this match. It's his big coat, man. I swear to yeah. God, his big, his big, this big Daddy V coat. I will say that Viscera hit the worst hole train I think I've ever seen in my entire yeah. life. He brings the crowd right down. Yep. And he's gone. And then we get some proper heel work with the boss man comes oh, out. Oh, yeah. Oh, he does it so cleverly. He just pisses the boat on the outside. <laughs> yeah, 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 he pisses about with the outside until the next one comes in. He kind and of then, climbs up the rope, one leg in, jumps yep. down, raises his arm in the air and triumphs. It's like, um, oh. Heel, heel, heel boss man was so good. Yeah, that, that, that plan's ruined when Tess comes out at number 10 and just beats the that, shit out of him. That damn Tess. Well, he, he, broke, he broke Tess's nose, that's why Tess has got the mask. I think the mask, I don't know if you see it, but he's wearing a mask, but it gets flung off literally within two oh. seconds. Is it because like, he's taking the t-shirt off and takes it off at the same time by mistake? It might be, yeah. Might be. <laughs> that was my be, thought on that. I think yeah. he'd just be boss man for the hardcore title, I think. I think Tess is the hardcore champion at this moment in time. Yeah. They don't mention it at all, though. That's <laughs> right. Uh, and then they're in the ring there's, there's low blows everywhere oh yeah it's just well, it gets, too many like yeah there's loads in this room it gets silly it's like it's, it's Tess doing the thing where like he puts his boot in the guy's neck in the corner and Bossman just like that's a big target wham yep. low blow <laughs> wham then we get uh, the British Bulldog out which gets like, a shout out for Channel 4 wearing his jeans by the way this jeans Bulldog not like Union Jack Bulldog yeah, everyone yeah. should be frightened because Bulldog's wearing new pants like when Mick Foley wears a new shirt people get frightened <laughs> Well, they should be frightened Bulldog's wearing jeans. And yeah, it's wearing jeans. Well, Bulldog's wearing jeans and also looks 8,000 tons. He's just humongous at this point. Yeah. I think he's a little bit of steroids. Just a little bit. <laughs> just a uh, wee bit. He gets a low blow in because why not? Yep. Gangra uh, comes out next, spits on everyone. Rude. No flames, which is a bit stupid. Uh, Kai and Tai back again? Kai and Tai uh, back again. This yeah, is where Puritaka breaks his jaw because he gets thrown face first out yeah, the which they which it's they spend the rest of the Royal Rumble like showing them highlights every time they come back in, in the ring slow again. motion <laughs> yeah. every time King's like show that again show that again it's like, he, he really hurt himself King I don't care show the Chinese again. comic comes in yeah show the Chinese guy and then that's it yeah that's yeah. it it's like oh so, god yeah. <sighs> uh, then we get uh, Edge comes in gets a good decent yeah. size pop uh, Bob Backlund mm-hmm. comes in and then we <laughs> Oh, man, the next no, I'm giving the next one more love. 
it's one of the greatest surprises in Royal Rumble history, this one. I guess, I guess that's fair, it. yeah. It's in Madison Square Garden, which obviously wrestled so many great matches back in his day day. But mm. yeah, you hear that music, and straight away I was like, wait a minute, I know that music. And you yeah. see the crowd don't recognise it, don't recognise it. And then as soon as he comes out, you can see the cheering getting louder and louder and yep. louder around. I do think it's fantastic. One of the first true surprises in the Rumble. I do love how once he gets eliminated, he just storms up the crowd. Yeah, he's <laughs> like, just off the crowd, where's, isn't he? Where's he going? <laughs> He just goes off with the guy. There's like one, one camera shot of him miles away, just going up. Yep. Is Bob Backlund still alive? Oh, yes. A... Is he? I think so. Christ. I'm sure he was in a... Was he on TV in the last couple of years with somebody? Hang on, I'm going to order this. I'm I just, sure. I, just, I, just, I just shot Bob, uh, Bob Blackman. That's not his name. That's, Bob Blackman. <laughs> that something else altogether. Wow. Are we talking prior to this? Or? <clears throat> uh, he's still alive. Yeah. He Good. will be he will yeah, be seventeen one in August. Christ alive. So wait a minute, he'll be seventy one in August. Yeah, you know? he was um Which means that hold on, which means that he was fifty one during this show. Mm-hmm. Christ Jericho's wrestling at the minute at forty nine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, also he was um Darren Young's uh, life coach for a little bit on so he was, yeah, he yeah, was. 2016-17 sort of period. When well, do you he think... Joined, he joined Angle for a little bit after this. Yes, he did. Because that's where he got the crossface trick coming from. Yeah. Quick question. When do you think Backlund had his last match? Last recorded match? Mm. Well, this was the last WWE match, I'll tell you that. Actually, no, yeah, he didn't have a proper match, did he, on that Raw reunion thing? I think mm. he just came out to beat Heath later up. I don't think it was yeah. a match. So the answer is he actually wrestled as recently as 2018. Christ, yeah, in, in Japan. I can see that, yeah. In Japan, yep. He wrestled, but teaming up with Ricky Choshu and Tatsumi Fujinami to take on Jinzi Shinzaki, Kazama Sakamoto, and Tajiri. And his team won. Yes. I mean, really. It's strange. Uh, Crash Holly comes out and uh, gets spanked by Edge. Yeah, it's, yeah, that's what's going on here. Jericho's come out as well because he's the one who eliminates Bob Backlund. Yep. Jericho is a surprise entrant. He is. Yeah. The yeah, next entrant surprise as well. China. <laughs> At this moment in time, nobody like nobody from the undercard is supposed to be in the rumble. No, they must have looked at the um, at the list and thought, Jesus Christ, we're gonna do something here. Yeah, so it's not seven guys. I think it is from Yonder. Well, six guys, one girl from Yonder card into the Rumble match. So uh, I don't know exactly who's substituting for who. So we'll just say Jericho was substituted for Headbanger Thrasher, who was not in the match. Okay, <laughs> there we go. There we go. Has Thrasher left the company by this point in time. I think he's injured. I think he, he was scheduled for the Rumble, but I think about the week before he injured his knee. Yeah. All oh, right. Okay. Uh, China eliminates YTJ by suplexing. Yep. She boss gets thrown out by boss man. Uh, Fruit comes out, then gets jumped by the Mean Street Posse. Yep. Of all people. Because why not? <laughs> sure. Why not? Boss the Mean Street Posse was supposed to be in the Rumble as well. Okay. Uh, they, they, well, two of them were um, substitutes for the Dudleys or the Hardys. One of the two. Yeah. Uh, um, and actually, Stephen Richards was supposed to be in the Rumble. Really? Oh. Yeah, Stephen Richards was announced, but he was injured, so uh, <laughs> another posse member took his place to have all three posses in, yeah. and uh, I think it was Pete Cass. And yeah, none, so none of the uh, posses are, are in the Rumble. Uh, let's just say they're substituted by, who we got, China, Bob Backlund, and uh, Farouk. There you go, yeah. keep going. Uh, yeah. Road Dogs next. 
Yep. For some reason, there's a We Want Puppies chant for no reason. <laughs> did anyone catch that? I did not catch yeah. that. It's a, it's a very faint, but it's like, why are you, why are you chanting We Want Puppies? I think it's because at this point, the crowd are getting a bit bored. Because like you say, there's... Once Rikishi's gone, like there's no kind of real kind of thread to the rumble. It just kind of goes off a bit aimless at this point. Mm, yeah, um, that's fair. People come in, like Al Snow comes in, Valvinas comes in, we get an erection joke straight away. Oh, yeah. Uh, Kante comes in, Prince Albert, Hulko Holly. And by this point, the crowd's dead. Yeah. Like, because, like I say, because normally, like, in a kind of well-done rumble, you kind of get, like, it ebbs and flows, doesn't it? You get the crowd filling up, but then you kind of this certain caps or whatever will kind of be threaded throughout the rumble yeah but this uh, is like once Rikishi's gone like there's nothing left to kind of carry it going for a little bit yeah it's just crazy Albert comes out no one cares yeah. and then the rocks music hits and the crowd goes thermonuclear yeah, that wakes him up uh, saving the best ones for the the end you know but even though, all like, the, the rock, the rock all comes the good in. guys and X-Pac are at last yeah <laughs> <laughs> vicious but like the rock comes out, eliminates boss man, then he's just like getting beaten up for like the next half, like you know, ten minutes or something. It's like yeah. um Billy Gunn comes in, Big Show comes in. Yeah. Who I think is fair to say at this point is still rough early Big Show. Yes. No, oh, yeah, definitely. Like he's still very much a work in progress at this point, isn't he? Even though it's like he's very much positioned him and the rock that's like the big kind of story of the rumble apparently. Well I think the the, the reason that they signed the big show was it not Essentially, for a while, when he first came into the WWF, everyone thought it was just because WCW couldn't have him because he was kind of obviously not really training very well in the yeah. early days of WWF. Possibly, it kind of makes sense because it's because it's, it's, it's around that time when WWF start taking people off WCW, isn't it? Yeah, because obviously Jericho's come over the radicals, uh, just just the three radicals, just to confirm. Yeah, yeah, the other one never existed. There was only three radicals. They came over, and it's like they start picking off the kind of good guys from the roster, but Beecher kind of stands out as being, really? Valentine's Day Mask in 99, he debuted. But like, as an attraction, you can understand it, because like it's the the of the Giant kind of style, like big dude. Like, it just looks... Yeah, it's just an attraction sort of thing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. But he's not a wrestler at this point. Um, no. But yeah, because looking at the talent they too they they bring over from WCW, it seems strange, you know, bringing somebody over who's sh- like so unpolished compared to everybody else. Uh, but he eliminates that damn test in Gangrel. Uh, Bradshaw comes out, but then like the Outlaws, uh, the Posse comes out and beats him up, and then the Outlaws get him out, and then that's all kicking off. Yep. Uh, Kane comes out and chokes them. Well, I thought I wonder what's going on because the lights come out when Kane comes out, doesn't it? They still do yeah. his full entrance. Yeah, he gets his full sort of like boom Empire yeah. entrance. And then Either it just comes out as really Kane, disconcerting. I forgot that Kane was with um, Tory. Yes. That's what blew my mind on this one. I was like, how the What? <laughs> <laughs> I was Some kind of f- expecting to see Paul Bearer, but obviously not. No. Is it near enough the um, when he pals up with X Pac? That's that, that's coming up soon, isn't it? Yes. He gets the X just yeah. dissolves and then those two kind of pair up. Nice quote from GR at this point saying there's lots of beef in the ring. <laughs> he's right though. Well, yeah, he's right. He's right, a lot of beef. Uh Godfather and his hose come out. Sure. Spend about a good ten minutes just walking around the ring, it feels yeah. like. 
Yep. Funaki makes another appearance, nearly gets tossed in a hole. Yeah, we see Tacker again, a bit more casual racism by uh, King. <laughs> oh, not Chinaman, no, King, no, he's from Japan. Oh, my God. Jesus. And then Xbox comes at number 30, and we've got our throw compliment. Yeah. Um, Two guys I missed off who were announced but didn't turn up were Midian and Mark Henry. Thank God. Yeah, because Mark Henry probably comes up earlier in the yeah. Miss Rumble thing. But doesn't appear at all, does he? Yeah, that's. Yeah. that's, that's, get... that's Henry might have been injured again. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> oh, there you go, that is a possibility. Uh, we get some shenanigans. Billy Gunn eliminates Road Dog, but then Kane gets Billy out. Yeah. Then they pull Kane out, and then it's, well, that's all kicking off. With the Rock throws X Pac out, but because the refs are dealing with Kane, they don't see it, so he comes back in. Yeah. Uh, there's a bit of a choke slam off between Kane and Big Show. So they're trying to choke slam each other, but they don't quite win. And then Kane slams Big Show, which is quite a big. The crowd pops out quite a bit, if I remember. Uh, then because Kane is so tired from that, Kane uh, X Pac eliminates him. Yes. Big Show throws out X Pac, and we're down to the Rock and the Big Show for the last yep. two. At this point, the crowd are losing their shirt because it's the Rock in it. Yep, basically. The Rock's got one more jabroni to beat and he's fulfilled his destiny. Yeah, uh, we get people's elbow, Rock gets chokeslammed. Cracking chokeslam, though, to be fair, to Big Show. Mm-hmm. He gets up real high but kind of falls down with him at the same time. I still say um, Sid Justice kind of one-hand chokeslam, that's still my favourite. We kind of jerks the guy forward and like, up in the air and down. You know, Sid, oh, Justice yeah. is, Sid Justice has got a lot wrong with him, but he, he does a good chokeslam. Uh, Big Show picks up the rock and teases which side of the ring he's going to throw him out of and then he throws him but Rock grabs the top rope and there's a bit of spinny roo and he goes out and Rock wins I think they're quite thankful that um, this was away from the hard cam yes (laughs) although quite disappointedly there's no mania sign for the rock to point at (laughs) no that's a relatively modern thing yeah Mm. so he can't point it and go I'm going there no shit. To the given micro instead. So this rumble lasted fifty one minutes. Jesus. Which like I say the Triple H match was twenty six minutes, that's like half the time, isn't it? Yeah, but Just about, this, yeah. this kinda of dragged in the middle, like we've already said, whereas the twenty six minutes of the Triple H Cactus Shot match flew by. That flew by. But yeah, it seems weirdly like for a Royal Rumble, they don't you've got who you big guys? Kane, The Rock. Big Show, I suppose. To a degree, yeah. Um, but that's really your only kind of proper main event is in the Rumble, isn't it? It's you not. Really we've got the sort of main options as to what maybe the similar Rumbles have. Yeah, we think about it like uh, Armageddon. Is it the the, the six man hell in the cell? Oh God, that's right. Yeah, yeah. that's where Rikishi gets thrown on to yeah. a heel. We've got like you know the Undertaker, well you know the um, Biscuit Undertaker. You've got angles like properly elevated to the top it's it's weird how like this rumble there seems to be almost like more mid-carders than main eventers in it which I think that's what makes mm. it kind of feel off there isn't that kind of like nice kind of tentpole person coming in every kind of five people to kind of keep the crowd on their feet well just just a, a thing it's like WWE always criticised WCW for never making new stars that's why they went down the hill yeah. now in the last two years 98 99 they pretty much relied on Stone Cold, The Rock, and The Undertaker, pretty much. I know there's Mankind, and then Triple H is just getting into it now. But, you know, that was pretty much their main yeah. event. Literally, them guys main event in every show, I think. Yeah. Um, 
near enough. So then in 2000, they actually learned from that and start making uh, uh, Big Joe, Jericho, Benoit, Kurt Angle, Rikishi. They yeah. start making more and more people the main event players. Yeah, it shows because like, you've got the Triple H and Mankind are offering their match, so they really can't be in the Rumble. And that's two quite big names taken out of it straight away before you even start, isn't it? Yeah. Hmm. Just, just seems, and then you've got like your mid-carders who, yeah, they're, they kind of get a good pop, but they can't really... There's no storyline to them to kind of carry the Rumble through that middle bit. Once, once Rikishi goes, it really sags until The Rock comes in. But even though The Rock's in, like this, the story should be him and the big show, but you don't get any kind of tease of it until the end, really. It's a bit of a weird Rumble. It's, it's, but it's, yeah. it's got a little bit after, isn't it? Because the, uh, they do a storyline where Big Show claims he won. He claims Rock's feet's touching, but no one will believe him. Yeah. So he says, if he proves to Triple H, he'll get a title match. So he goes and drags a security guard in, possibly Bubba Ray's security guard. <laughs> and and he, he, like, he reluctantly makes him tell Triple H, and the guard's like, I think Rock's feet might have touched first. But that's still not good enough. And then in the end, he does get some video proof. I don't know where from. But it clearly shows Rock's feet touching the floor, well, and it, that leads to Rock having to defend his title shot at No Way Out, and losing his title match, uh, title shot at No Way Out, and then that obviously leads to a triple threat match, and that gets done on Raw, and then Linda McMahon comes out and says, "Well, we've already done the WrestleMania main event. How should we? What should we do for WrestleMania? Ah, no, we'll do the match again." And have Mick Foley dressed in another outfit here to compete. Just as Mick Foley. <laughs> Not Mick even Foley. one of his faces. Yeah. yeah. He probably gets around it with that way. He retired Cactus Jack. He didn't retire Mick Foley. Yeah. Although he, he, he talks about it on his um on that Hard Knocks DVD. He's basically saying, like, yeah, that, like where he's there, he's retired. Like, in his head, he's retired. He's, like, gone to Disneyland. Yeah. Because he shows, like, um, <clears throat> he tries to do a top rope elbow drop onto the table. And he's like a good foot short and just basically just breaks his um, chest bone on the, on the edge of the table because he can't make the jump properly. Because he's, he's like in his mind, he's just like, nah, that's it, I'm done now, sort of thing. Yeah. Mm. Like, obviously, he comes back and all that. Like at that point, that's where his mindset was. So. I'd come back in Vengeance. Was it Vengeance 2004? The Randy Orton match? Was the Intercontinental one with Randy Orton, the brilliant one? I don't remember. Again, that's like they. they Churn somebody through the mill in, on the McFurley mill, don't they, to kind of make him a big star again, don't they, with uh, Randy Orton? They do yeah, it so just... times, and, it, it, and then they do it with Edge, don't they? And then it's like, done so many times, beating McFurley doesn't mean anything anymore. It's like, oh, <laughs> no, they beat McFurley, it's like everyone beats him. You know, what's the point? It doesn't mean anything. <laughs> backfires. Everyone has that hardcore match with McFurley that they come barely scrape through, yeah. and that toughens them up for the future. <laughs> one, one other note, you on about Rock's brilliant promos. <laughs> Of course, he did a promo years and years later where he um, he sees Big Show backstage and goes, all right, Big Show, it's good to catch up. And he goes, you want to know something, Big Show? I was, um, I remember that Royal Rumble. I was re-watching it on the network. And you remember when you went over and I went over? And Big Show goes, yeah, I won that rock. And he goes, you know what, Big Show? You're correct. You did win that. You did win that. <laughs> and you know what else? You know what else? The producer of the Scorpion King was watching that Royal Rumble, and he said, "Whoever wins that match is going to be my Scorpion King." And you know what, Big Show? If you never know, things could have been different. You could have been a big guy in Hollywood. Oh, bless! <laughs> wow. Uh, and Big so Show good. cries. He breaks all cells it and starts crying like he does. So it's a really good. I don't know what Raw it was on, but it's a really good spot. 
doing, man? I'm doing good. I'm hey, doing good, good to see you, Shaw. Hey, you know what's crazy? I run into you because just yesterday afternoon, I was watching the Royal Rumble that you and I were in, right? I was watching yeah. on WWE Network, and it was the one where both of us went over the top rope, right? And you fell on the floor, but I held on, and I won, right? First. Yeah, I, I actually. But won the great, yeah, because you were telling everybody that I told everybody. my feet hit the floor. They did. I, I actually won that one. What's crazy is, I agree. You should have won. <laughs> That's crazy, right? That's I mean, how crazy. different your life would have been if you would have won. You know what's crazy is the director of the Mummy Returns watched that Royal Rumble and said, "Whoever wins this Royal Rumble, I'm gonna cast as a Scorpion King." <laughs> really. Yeah, that should have been you. You should have been the Scorpion King. You could have been the one hunting Vin Diesel's candy ass down in Fast and Furious. You could have been the one in a helicopter saving your family in the world's biggest earthquake. You could have been breaking box office records, man. But hey, such is life, right? Yeah, such, such, such is life. Yeah, so that's the, uh, that was the 2000 Rumble, the first of the millennium. Yep. The first Rumble of the century. Indeed it was. So, which begs the obvious question: Yep, where are we going to put it? Well, Shall I tell I... you where the rumbles are we've got so far. Yes. Okay. So number three is Royal Rumble '92. They're beating that. It's not um, as good as that. And then the next rumble is at number seventeen with Royal Rumble '1989. Ooh. It's better than that. Better than that. Better than that. So that's the only two rumbles we've done so far. Um, so between that and that so if I go between Rumble 89 and Rumble 92 is let's say ninth place is ECW One Night Stand 2005 Ooh. I don't think it's better than that what's the, number, what's the one after? Uh, number 10 is WWE Survivor Series 95 oh yeah put it above that I would say better than 95 Survivor Series yeah definitely Agreed. so 10th yeah the 10th best pay-per-view ever Sounds okay, good. let's do that. Well, that's that's pretty quick for us. That was, yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, it's not yeah. bad at all. There we go. But the Baron Morris question is: I believe Phil, you are in charge of the next pick. What I are we doing? In, I am in charge of the next pick, and I'm oh scared. my goodness. I mean, I don't know if I should change my mind or not. I might leave it as, as a surprise for the listeners and decide. I don't know. Because I don't, th- I don't think you should change it. I think you should just stick with what you believe. Yeah. Because last week, uh, Cam gave us a choice of doing like a good, a, a goodie or a baddie. Yep. And we did a goodie, which was Royal Rumble 2000. Yep. But his baddie pick was WCW Greed. The last, oh, the last ever WCW pay-per-view. Yeah. Well, get the, I, I'm sorry, I'm not watching that trade. If we're choosing that one. <laughs> <laughs> so it'll be three of us then um, <laughs> and I'm really tempted just as like just A so Cameron gets like his other pick in oh, I don't want also... my other pick in <laughs> <laughs> we'll blame on Cameron um, what was the last WCW one we did the last WCW one we did was who cares I think it was shite anyway so Great American Bash is it not glory days the great American yeah Bash. it was glory days yeah. I don't yeah. like doing WCW ones because i got to watch them I like doing the WWE ones I don't have to <laughs> watch them knows you're know. right Alan you know what because of Alan's attitude we're doing it oh <laughs> thanks Alan oh, sealed it now yeah because of his attitude uh, 
Oh. Which one we doing? Greed. WWE Greed. It's like great matches. It's like March 2001. It's like two weeks before they sold out to WWF. I I suppose the bottom line is a lot of us are stuck in the house, so we can't get. Yeah, we can't do much else. So, and to be fair, we we have done the you know quote the first WWE pay per view. You know, Starcade '83. So it does make a little bit of sense to do the last one. You know, the last one. Yeah, it's a Viking funeral set in a fire and fought it far, far away. Yeah. They, well, this is proper Vince Russo, this one. Like. Oh, yeah, this is like craziness. Yep. So I've uh, booked that one in. We're in. Hey. <laughs> um, I had a point, and I can't remember what it was. Oh, I, I'm watching every WrestleMania, leading up to WrestleMania. Right. I've got WrestleMania 9 to watch tonight. Lucky you. <laughs> so we can't, we can't have every WrestleMania as the next show pick out. <laughs> well, no, I'm watching them all. I'm just saying I'm watching. What, 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 what would be your pick then, Al? You made such a fuss about getting your order right. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, you put me on the spot now. Uh, oh God, you didn't even have in mind. Yes, it would have to be a. Re- I think I would do WrestleMania seven. Seven? Oh, okay. I'd take seven. That's what I think I'd do. Interesting. The most racist of all WrestleManias. It's got yeah. It's got some interesting matches on the card. It does. Is that the? Where you got Warrior Macho? You've got Jake yeah. the Snake and Martel the blind yeah, 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 match. Yeah. All right, okay. <laughs> the blind match. Oh god! It's so Is it Heart Foundation versus Nasties? Nasties. That's the one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'd take WrestleMania Seven. Oh, it's not a bad show. It's all right, apparently. It's it's got yeah. quite, a, quite a lot of nameable Hall of Fame people and things like that. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. There cool, we go. Cool. You're welcome. We'll get through this. Yeah, um, we're together. To, to be fair, are we doing another podcast? Can we do another podcast shortly or not? I'm just thinking that. Yeah. Let me edit this one first. Jesus Christ. Well, just keep recording them. Just keep, just recording, keep recording them. Yeah, we get them all in the bag, you know. Yeah, we'll, we'll have a whole year's worth by the time we go back to work. <laughs> and oh, sorry, sorry. Some of us are off work. Sorry. Oofed. You can't do eye tests when you're going to get close to people social distancing. <laughs> Can you not do it from two metres away? Nope. Maybe mm. like a stick. Seriously, mate, it was getting really bloody... I'll say the same thing. It was getting ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> when you're when you're wiping down people's frames for handing them back to them, you know what I mean. That's just nice. Yeah. So we, uh, yeah. Which doesn't by the state that some people hand frames in, I think we should just carry that on. <laughs> yeah, I'll maybe wipe your green stuff off the inside of your lenses. I don't think mine are in the best of conditions. Don't tell us that, Phil. No, uh, they're, uh, they're perfect because uh... no, I can't continue that. I can't lie. I bet they're monkey. Wow. What a low energy finish of the podcast. <laughs> well, we've, we've actually sounded like we're organised. We've got, like, you know, we know what we're doing for the next show and the one after that. Yeah, that will record uh, this side of Christmas. Yeah, yeah, well, then, well, that's what I mean. We should probably record in like a fortnight's time or something because we're all bloody what else to do. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, that was all, that's always the idea, isn't it? To record pretty soon after the next one. Yeah. And it never quite works. But it never quite works. We never, we're always going to forget. to stay in the house now, it might actually yeah. follow that. Because, yeah. you know, everyone's in their house otherwise. Yeah. yeah. It's fine. We should get, like, maybe two or three done. I hope people, you know, thank us for this. 
thing we're doing for the nation. Yeah, okay. yeah exactly. Hey, can know? we have, next Friday? Can you go out your window and clap for the conquistadors? <laughs> Eight PM. <laughs> <laughs> it's clap. It'll be like quarter past nine or so at you, isn't it? Yeah. Hashtag on a, on a Sunday, uh, like a pay per view time. Hashtag clap for conquistadors. <laughs> <laughs> conquista clap there you go the conquista clap the conquista, the conquista clap just sounds like something you come back off holiday with <laughs> got a dose of the conquista clap that's excellent COVID-19 anyway no we'll uh, we'll get that trended on Twitter later on <laughs> show your support with the conquista clap <laughs> end 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 <laughs> I need to write that down for a t-shirt idea the conquista clap bye <laughs> I'm listening to the music's playing now <laughs> yeah the music <laughs> <laughs> The conquista clap. Oh Christ! It's what you get after the after the enjoyable <laughs> bit beforehand. It's the pain after. I've got to go tweet that right now. Oh my God! <laughs> nice. Just finished recording. It was a good one. Hashtag conquista clap. <laughs> tweet. There we go. Then <laughs> tweet for me. Stop.